0: Welcome back Brooklyn Nets fans. So we have some very good news and kind of bad news. We'll start with the bad news. The Nets lost tonight 132-120 at the Memphis Grizzlies and of course it sucks because the Nets need basically every game they can get at this point in order to avoid the play-in tournament. But I'm like 95% sure they will be in the playing tournament. Unfortunately, it sucks. The Memphis Grizzlies made just about every shot tonight. There were some possessions the Nets played no defense and paid for. it, And some possessions the Nets played a good defense, but Memphis made tough shots and got, you know, second chance opportunities, lucky bounces, all that crap. It, it was just not the Nets night. But it was the Nets afternoon, and I'll talk about that right now. So the good news is that Kyrie Irving can now Apparently, finally play home games at the Barclays Center. This is supposed to be announced tomorrow, Thursday, officially. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but based on all reports, that mandate that does not allow these home players that are unvaccinated to play in New York will be lifted tomorrow. And Kyrie Irving should be able to make his home debut versus the Charlotte Hornets on Sunday, which is a game I already bought tickets for the second I heard about this happening. So I will be there in attendance and hopefully see Kyrie. Irving play his first Nets home game since I believe game two versus the Milwaukee Bucks which was in the second round of the playoffs last year so it's been a long time I would say that was probably June or July or something so yeah we finally get to see Kyrie Irving at home If the Nets wanted to go anywhere this year and actually have a chance to win the finals, they needed Kyrie Irving full time. This is big news. The Nets' offense has been ridiculous with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant together since the James Harden trade. It's, you know, not a shot at James Harden. The big three was great together offensively with James Harden, but James Harden's no longer a Brooklyn net. So I'm just saying, with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant so far, the past five, six games, whatever it's been since, you know, the All Star break, they have been putting up just monster offensive numbers but unfortunately they've had some games where they have not played a very good defense tonight being one of them the other one was against the Boston Celtics when Jason Tatum hung like 54 points on him so that's not good either but there's good and bad with tonight I guess we'll put it that way but I'll talk about the game first and we'll talk about the Kyrie Irving situation big picture right after this but anyway tonight's game was frustrating as i mentioned memphis did not miss many shots at all the grizzlies shot 19 of 38 from 3 that's 50% we shot 9 of 25 so 36% that was a big discrepancy right there in the game offensive rebounds they won that by 6 they out rebounded us by 7 so, you know, the turnover battle wasn't too bad. There were some points where the Nets had some bad turnovers, especially that Kevin Durant turnover right before halftime. That was a very ugly one. But points off turnovers is where they killed us. It was 27-7 to in favor of Memphis. So the points off turnovers were an absolute killer, you know, Memphis is such a physical team. They play great defense. I give them a lot of credit. They are a fun team to watch. It's not fun when they are beating your team's ass like we saw the Nets tonight, but they are a fun team to watch, even without John Morant. They have somehow found a way coming into this game. They were 14-2 and without John Morant, now 15-2. and So it's been very impressive. They found a way with... You know, Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain and Stephen Adams to just find a way to keep winning these games despite having their best player out, which is not easy to do. We know that as Brooklyn Nets fans, when Kevin Durant was out, this team had a very tough time winning. But it was really the Desmond Bain and DeAnthony Melton show from three point range. They went six of 10 each from downtown. It just felt like every time they released a three pointer, whether there was a hand in their face or not, it was going in. So it was just one of those nights. Even Jaron Jackson had a couple threes. It was like, oh, it's just one of those nights, you know? Um, There were some possessions the Nets played horrid defense, and it was definitely on the players and on coaching. But there were also some points where they played really good defense. There was a time where Brandon Clark, this was at the end of the game when the game was pretty much over, but Brandon Clark made like this... Crazy contested jump shot over Kevin Durant's outstretched arm. And that's when I kind of threw my hands up and said, All right, it's just their night, and what are you going to do about it? But there were also some points where there were defensive breakdowns and bad rotations. And there was a play where Tyus Jones got left open in the corner for three. Dylan Brooks and Desmond Bain were just left open on screens. Like you would think after the third, fourth, fifth three pointer they would make that maybe you would go over the screens and actually contest their shots and not let them get open looks off a screen so it's just you know partly coaching partly the players and then part of it is just Memphis making tough shots it was just one of those frustrating nights and I talked about this in that Celtics game when we lost to Jason Tatum scoring 54 points and the Nets could not defend against the pick and roll. And we saw more of that tonight. I know Stephen Adams is one of the best like screeners in the NBA. He's tough to get around. But at the same time, the Nets had to have a better plan coming into this game. It was unacceptable the way they played, and they had a couple days to prepare for this game, and they just did not look prepared at all defensively. So that's the disappointing part. We saw Stephen Adams get a couple offensive rebounds, tip the ball back out, and create second-chance opportunities. And That doesn't surprise me, but at the same time, I was hoping that Andre Drummond was going to be able to mitigate some of that because you put Drummond versus Steven Adams, you're like, okay, hopefully Drummond can kind of cancel out what Steven Adams does. But Steven Adams definitely got after it in the first quarter, especially, and just, you know, took control of this game over Drummond. And, you know, Drummond was on his first game back from his, you know, COVID shot. He did not have a good reaction to it. He missed a game against the Jazz on what was that, Monday? Sunday? I think it was Monday. But anyway. It was his first game back from that so okay but yeah Drummond did not really have a great game. He had a good third quarter like the Nets did in general. I mean the Nets had a tremendous third quarter. They were down 14 at halftime and things were not looking good. I was not feeling good about this game. The Nets come out in the third quarter just look amazing. They outscored Memphis 42 to 27 in the third quarter. I believe they had a 1 point lead after 3 and I'm thinking all right, we're in a good spot. We finally figured things out. Maybe Steve Nash made some type of adjustment at halftime, but But once the fourth quarter started, it was just like Kevin Durant was on the bench, I believe. And you had Memphis make some tough shots. And the Nets just never got anything going offensively in the fourth quarter. They scored 16 points in the fourth quarter. It was bad. There were some... Open looks, I would say, for Kevin Durant. He missed some shots. He usually does not miss, but there were times Kevin Durant got stripped by Jaron Jackson when he was about to go up for a shot. Um, You know, Kyrie made some tough shots in the fourth quarter early. Kyrie, by the way, you know, happy birthday, but he had 43 points on his birthday, but that's, you know, pretty cool, of course. He had a very efficient game in this one, but unfortunately, it's in a loss, but just certain guys that we needed to step up tonight did not step up. Patty Mills played 25 minutes and scored zero points. I mean, you just, you can't have those things. James Johnson played 11 minutes and had zero points. You cannot have that. Cam Thomas, 17 minutes, four points. You know, you don't want to see that, of course. Kessler Edwards played 20 minutes, scored three. The three hit was a pretty big three to start the third quarter, but it's only three points in 20 minutes. You needed scoring to come elsewhere. Yes, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving had 43 and 35. That's your main offense right there, but somebody else had to step up tonight and it just did not happen. Bruce Brown had 13, Drummond had 15, but a guy like Patty Mills has to step up in a game like this when Seth Curry's out. Of course, Joe Harris is done for the year. Patty Mills has to be better. And I feel bad saying that, because Patty Mills was like carrying this team in a way in the first half of the year and was doing a lot more than we expected him to do there was a time when it was just James Harden and Patty Mills and Patty Mills was doing a great job but now it seems like Patty Mills has just hit this wall and he's just not the same player he was once again not having a great game defensively I believe he had a couple turnovers I mean he just does not look good right now he has to make his shots he had one shot you know right in front of the top of the key where you know m- most times he's going to make the shot and he missed it and I'm like oh we need that shot patty i think it was like it would have put them up 110-105 so it would have been a nice momentum shift but you know he just did not play well overall in this game patty was 0 for 4 from the floor 0 for 3 from 3 james johnson was 0 for 3 from the floor he got a shot blocked he missed a three pointer which was a bad miss i remember yeah he definitely like did not hit the rim on that one um But yeah, those two guys, I mean, if you get a better performance out of those guys, this could have been a different outcome. I'm not saying they would have won the game, but if they got like a decent Patty Mills game and a decent James Johnson game we're looking at a game coming down to the final possession. But when those guys play like they are unplayable NBA players, that's when you're like, okay, we're not going to have a shot to win tonight. So you know, Kevin Durant, for the most part, did all he could. I want to see his turnovers. I feel like KD had a couple bad turnovers once again. But um, I know Kyrie played very well. Kyrie had three turnovers. KD had five. So okay, you don't want to see five turnovers, of course. But you know, KD shooting-wise was 12 of 28. Of course, that could be better, but 10 of 10 from the line. Kyrie was 7 of 7 from the line. Kyrie was 15 of 27 overall, which is not that bad. It's actually pretty good. So, you know, those guys put up great numbers offensively, put up a lot of points, but you're just not getting enough contributions from guys. You know, uh, Goran Dragic was out tonight. I think it's Drajic. I'm always saying his name wrong. I always go Drajic, but I think it's Drajic. I'll try to, you know, get that pronunciation down as the season goes on here. Um, And you were also missing Seth Curry, who was definitely... And I guess there is some good news about Seth Curry. When he got hurt in that last game versus Utah... It was the same ankle here previously, and I'm thinking, like, oh, God, he's out for at least a couple weeks. But the fact that he was, like, not a game-time decision, but at least, like, he made the trip, I believe. Actually, yeah, he was there on the bench, so he made the trip, and, like, it seemed like they were actually considering playing him tonight. I'm hoping that Seth Curry's not out for a long time. And I do believe I saw a tweet from someone who's verified who covers the Nets that said Seth Curry's ankle injury is not the same injury as he was dealing with before. So that's the good thing. So hopefully Seth Curry's back in the next couple games. That would be great because Patty Mills is just not able to be relied on right now. I think we know that. He's been really bad since the All-Star break, a bit before that. And it's weird because, you know, since James Harden left, Bruce Brown's been, like, elevating his game like crazy. But then since James Harden's left, it's also been Patty Mills has been a lot worse. And I think Patty Mills has had this before in San Antonio, where he'll start off a season very well, but towards the end of the year, he'll kind of tail off when he plays too many minutes. And um, there's definitely a chance Patty Mills, like, hit a wall and definitely got burned out because... He played a lot more minutes than he ever expected to. We've talked about this before. How when Patty Mills signed here, we were supposed to have a healthy Kyrie who played every game, and supposed to have a healthy Joe Harris. That never worked out. So Patty Mills was asked to play so many more minutes than I think he anticipated when he signed up here. Um, even Nick Claxton did not have a great game. He had some moments in this one, but for the most part, Nick Claxton was kind of a non-factor. Even defensively, was not that great. I don't think so. You know, it's just other than Kyrie and KD for the most part, guys did not step up I think Bruce Brown and Drummond had average games, but everybody else kind of sucked so you don't want to see that but yeah it's a tough night it's just a tough night where Memphis makes pretty much all their shots and you kind of tip your cap and You got to go on with the season now. I think they're at Miami on Saturday. Then they play Charlotte, which is a big game at home on Sunday. So they got to get these wins at some point here. I think there's nine games left, and they're still in that eight seed, which is not a terrible spot to be in now. But now that Kyrie can play home games, you do want to get the seven seed. That would be ideal. So um, the eight seed's not terrible. They might play at Toronto, which I'm pretty sure Kyrie can play at. I don't know if that's like entirely... You know, hundred percent true because there are rumors going around that if um you test negative before the game or something like that, Kyrie might be able to play in Toronto. I don't know. I just want to avoid that situation, but hopefully we'll be at Toronto. I'm hoping the Cavaliers fall back behind Toronto, so Kyrie can play at you know Cleveland, no problem. So that's what I'm hoping for at least. Anyway, so about the Kyrie situation, I think it was um Jeff Passan broke the news, who's a baseball writer and I think he did it because of the Mets and Yankees obviously being in New York. And and then Sham Sharania came out and said some stuff about it. And he talked about how Kyrie Irving will be cleared for home games. As I put the tweet in here, you guys can see it. But um, this private sector vaccine mandate will be lifted. Um, shout out to Boomer Esiason, who called this on, I think, Monday morning or Tuesday morning, whenever it was. I think Boomer called it. I think it was Tuesday morning. Boomer on the Boomer and Geo show on WFAN said that this mandate's going to be lifted on Thursday. And he was right. So shout out to Boomer there. But, yeah. I've been teased many times before as a Nets fan, you guys as, as Nets fans have been teased many times before about this Kyrie Irving mandate being lifted, I remember when the news came out about the first mandate being lifted on March 7th, the first initial reports were that Kyrie can play at home, then we came to find out he can only sit in the stands, so it was like, I'm not getting my hopes up once again, and I truly am not going to believe it until I see Kyrie playing at the Barclays Center on Sunday, I feel like a lot can happen before between now and then, but apparently Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, is supposed to be at Citi Field tomorrow where the Mets play, the New York Mets, and he's supposed to announce that they're lifting this mandate or whatever. So that's what I'm hoping happens. But as a Nets fan, I once again realize winning a championship is going to be very, very difficult in the first place. And without Kyrie Irving full-time, it was going to be nearly impossible. I don't know what the finals odds are right now. I can look at those before I sign off here. But I would think that with Kyrie Irving back full-time, assuming the Nets can get out of the play-in tournament, which I do think they will, and having a first-round matchup with either the Celtics, the Sixers, or the Bulls, or some some team like that, uh, or the Bucks, I'm hoping they can get past them because I do think this Nets team one healthy in a seven-game series can beat anybody. I've been saying that for a few weeks now. We've seen the Kyrie, KD sample size together. Their offense is unstoppable. The defense, not good. They have to fix that, and I'm really hoping that Ben Simmons can come back because I have had enough with these James Johnson minutes, and once Ben Simmons hopefully comes in and plays the James Johnson role but plays more minutes, we can get James Johnson out of our lives for good and focus on Ben Simmons being a better player overall. So if we get... Kyrie full-time and then get Ben Simmons back, I like our chances. You know, I'm not saying we're going to win the finals. I don't feel that whatsoever. I don't want to be a pessimistic fan, of course, but at the same time, based on everything that's gone on this year, I just find it very, very hard to believe the Brooklyn Nets will win the finals this year. But if they did, it'd be amazing. It would be an incredible story. It's just hard for me to bank on that. So, A lot would have to go right, and Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving still have to stay healthy the rest of the year. That's a challenge in itself, and Kevin Durant was on the floor like four times tonight, which scares the hell out of me. Every single time Kevin Durant falls on the ground, I I get nervous about it. Bruce Brown hit the ground hard. He was flexing his wrist. I thought he got hurt. He seemed like he was all right, but yeah, it's just like it's— Every game, something new happens, it feels like, with injuries, and I don't know. We got to get Seth Curry back. You got to get Ben Simmons back. It's it's hard to imagine everybody healthy, and truthfully, not everybody's going to be healthy because Joe Harris is out for the rest of the year, so we're just hoping that the two Sixers guys, you know, Simmons and Curry can come back, and we can get this squad um, you know, near full strength, so once that happens, if that happens, I'll feel pretty good about this team, but it's just a wait and see right now, so... The Kyrie news is big, though. It's definitely big. And without that, it was going to be very tough for this team going forward. There are a lot more home games the rest of the year as compared to road games. I think after tonight, there's either like two or three road games left and like eight home games. So, you know, having Kyrie for home games is going to be massive. And I'm very excited to see how the crowd's going to react on Sunday once again I'll be there and I will definitely be cheering my ass off for Kyrie Irving and give him a very loud ovation and I hope the entire arena erupts for him and gives him the welcome that he deserves of course being like that hometown guy yes from New Jersey but grew up a New Jersey Nets fan he should get a very warm ovation like I know there's gonna be Kyrie haters out there that's just how it is but especially for a home game versus the freaking Hornets like it's not like a Knicks game where half the you know building is gonna be a, a Knicks Knicks fandom it's gonna be mostly Nets fans like you're gonna have hopefully have nine. 95% Nets fans in there And hopefully Kyrie Irving gets a very nice ovation But anyway I want to go down the schedule Before we sign off like I always do And just kind of give like an updated prediction In a way because my prediction was going Very well at one point I forget if I predicted them to win tonight But um, I knew tonight was going to be tough But yeah they're at Miami Saturday That's going to be a tough one of course They're a good team I saw Jimmy Butler and Udonis not gotten into a bit of a fight tonight So maybe the chemistry is kind of off there I don't know but, of course, they play a back-to-back, three games in four days, actually. So they play a back-to-back, which is going to be the Sunday game against the Hornets at home. So hopefully that's going to be a win because that's a big game for the standings implications. Then home versus the Pistons. You should win that game if you have both guys, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. A home game versus the Bucks, which is a big game, of course, March 31st. On the road at the Hawks, which is a big game because they're in, like, the 10 seed right now. So you want to beat them, of course. Home game versus the Rockets. You should win that one. On the road versus the Knicks, where I think Kyrie can play now, right? I'm pretty sure Kyrie can play at the Knicks because, yeah, they lifted the mandate, so he should be able to play. Um, And then you have two home games to close out the year, Cavaliers and Pacers, which is they're looking for Ben Simmons to return during that Cavaliers game, the second to last game of the regular season. We'll find out if that happens. I'm not getting my hopes up. I mean, if I had to guess right now, I still lean that Ben Simmons does not play this year, but... I just hope I'm wrong. That's pretty much it. I mean, it's pretty much a, you know, a toss-up. I have no idea at this point, but I I just feel like every time a Ben Simmons update comes out, it's not very good. Apparently, he was feeling a bit better after that epidural shot thing, whatever, injection. So I'm hoping that's going to work out for him, but you just never know. I just, I'm kind of going the rest of the year only thinking it's Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving in terms of, like, stars. And if we get Ben Simmons, then that's great. But I just can't sit here and expect that to happen. So anyway... The schedule going forward is not crazy difficult, and I'm hoping that after this Heat game on Saturday, I think they can win that game. By the way, I shouldn't even say that. I, I think starting now, they should like. There's how many games left? There are nine games left. They could easily win seven out of nine. Like you know, looking at the schedule, the Heat game is a tough one, of course. The Bucks game is a tough one, but like you know, even Cleveland, I guess. But like outside of that, like they should win these games. Like they they should win more games than not for sure down the stretch, and. You know, looking at the standings, I don't know how much more they can climb in the standings. I just don't think the sixth seed is, is viable right now. I talked about that a few videos ago. How I just don't think it's gonna happen. But looking at it now, 38 and 35, you're three and a half or two and a half out of the seven seed. You know, you're three and a half out of the sixth seed. It's just it's gonna be tough. I just don't see it happening right now, unfortunately. But if they stay in the eighth spot and hopefully face Cleveland in the playing game, not Toronto to avoid their rules with Canada and the vaccine stuff, um, hopefully the Nets can get out of that first round easily and, and get themselves that, uh, seven seed. So, right now the seven seed will play the 2 uh, seed that would be the Bucks. I mean of course a nets Bucks rematch would be kind of fun I guess but I do fear that team because they broke my heart last year but um, yeah I mean anyway we'll see what happens the rest of the way but yeah tonight was good and bad it was kind of awkward because you're like oh my god Kyrie's back full time then they you know get their, not asses handed to them, but like they just had a rough night defensively against the Memphis Grizzlies, who once again are a very good team, even without John Morant. So anyway, that's going to do it for the video. I don't know when the next time I'll talk to you guys is. Maybe after that sun, uh, it's going to be late. I'm going to get home late, have work. now. I don't know. I'll talk to you guys soon though. Some type of Nets update will be out there eventually. I'll talk to you guys whenever. Hope you guys enjoyed the video, podcast, and I'll talk to you guys next time.